The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hello, listeners. Hi. This is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yes, welcome. It's almost Christmas all over It is again. my... <laughs> We just got the greatest gift from Sherry. I know. It almost made me forget my it did. deep, raging, burning hatred. It did. And she got it's us the a, mug. The absolutely fabulous. She got us the mug with the micro penis. Yes. And peni. I have. Thank you much, Sherry Bodong. And I we have, both we had got to move it away such, from our faces yes. because we were so blind. The we're micro so peni are yeah. so tiny. A great candle yeah. and a card, playing cards about farts. I mean, you can't have it any better. No. Another mug. It's like she knows us. I know. It's so great. I love Friends it. Thank you afar. so much. Yes. Thanks, Sherry. I mean, just fantastic listeners. I mean, just for listening, that this, alone. Yeah, insanity. is absolutely wonderful. Um, what else is new? Um. Well, it's we're on a countdown to break. Yes. From the deodorants. That I could use. I because I also want to see I get very sad at this time of year because I won't be able to see those little cherubs. Oh my. For 2 weeks. That's really sad. Yeah. So, I'm trying it to is. make it through. Gosh, what would I do without Mm. A deodorant just farting and telling me to fuck off every day. Mm. Gosh. <laughs> and they're wonderful, wonderful, learned parents <laughs> offering me advice on how to do my job. I appreciate it. I know you do. Yeah. I know you do. And um, I know they deny that their deodorants ever do the farting and the fucking off. <laughs> well... Mm. But I wish them Mine a Merry Christmas. Mine are all Christmas. perfect. So yeah. that's why. I wish them a Merry I... Chrism. Yep. And they can take their Chrism <laughs> and they can shove it in their Chrism. <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can. Not the deodorants, their parents and such. Okay. Okay. You know, they don't know what they're doing, deodorants. We, they're just weird. They're just. But adults, they're learning about some adults should know by now how to have social skills. But by golly, we wouldn't have a show if they knew how to do that. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's disappointing. Um, Yeah. So we have had some rough weeks. Terrible. And what got you through this week? What's Um, your get? I barely. um, I had. I, I didn't have much. Oh, look, my first glass of prosecco it's is empty already, already. Okay. how fun um Carry on. i didn't have anything so i went to my list of things that i just wrote yeah down 
And remember when I had those blinds that I had to staple together because they yeah. were so shitty? Oh, yeah, I do. And yep. taped together? And I yep. take them down. I took them down. I threw them away. You did. And I bought new blinds, and they're called zebra blinds. Have you heard of those? Absolutely not, no. Well, they have like a... They're like... um. A, they look like a, I don't want to say Roman blind, but it's like a circle or yeah. whatever. And then there's like a shaded patch, you know, mm-hmm. and then a clear yeah. and then the shaded and a clear. Yeah. And you go to the side and you like adjust yeah. them just so. So if you want it dark, all the shades lined up mm-hmm. together. But if you want it like half and half, you can have like, like a little bit of peek through mm-hmm. come through or you can just lift it up all the way to have it be up. Okay. Um, but it's, it was really, I don't know. I I really like it because you can still kind of have some privacy and have your shades down, but still get light through and then, um, have them all close or whatever. They're called is zebra the, blinds. You have to look at them to see what the I mean. Brand? The, no, I don't know. I, maybe it's the type of blind. I don't know. Okay. But I was, I like them a lot. Okay. <clears throat> I find them fascinating. I don't know. Nice. And they look nice. I mean, ish, nice ish. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, if you kind of have an area where that would, they're not like blackout. So if you really want it to be dark, yeah. they're not, I want them, maybe they have a certain kind of that, but the light shines through, you know, pretty well. Yeah. But they're, they look cute. I don't know. They're different. Are they just a, like a. They're upstairs. Color? Oh. Yeah. They're white okay. or white or whatever. Okay. Um, Mine. I had a lovely weekend this weekend where I didn't have anything to do. Like we had no place to go. So I really had the freedom to just sit in my own filth. I don't understand house. what you mean. <laughs> You've never had that. I mean, I still have my kids. Oh, but well. it was just like I didn't have anywhere to go. So I literally didn't even get dressed on Saturday. I wore my pajamas all day. Of course. Didn't put on a lick of makeup. No. Didn't brush my hair. I don't even think I brushed my hair. That's teeth. how I've lived um, for two months. <laughs> I don't care. Maybe that's why my husband hates me so much. <laughs> that's why you guys They look like fight. such a gross pig. <laughs> but anyway, I got, Eloise got invited to a sleepover, so I dropped her off at the sleep. So it was kind of a serendipity, a surprise. And Sadie was off doing something, so it was just me and Rory, and he was playing on the computer, so I was like, I'll just let him do that. Oh, hell yes. So, we don't Maybe know. We don't still at care. Work? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I started watching. I know you're going to die because it was a Christmas movie, but it wasn't a Hallmark Christmas movie. I think I found it on Netflix or Hulu. The movie is called. I might be late to the party on this one. You too, are late. It, it was I know made what like say. a couple of years ago, but the movie's called Last Christmas. Mm hmm. And I told you about it on text, and you kept. What did I say continually? Because I knew about this. Pictures. No, ah! I thought I took care of you this. So keep going. Do not understand how to undo notifications. I ma'am. just literally did it, and then it did it again. But go on with your um, last Christmas. Anyway, I texted you about this movie, and I said, "You guys, this movie is really good." And I said, "It's got Amelia Clark." 
and Henry Golding, and you kept sending me pictures of dragons mm-hmm. and freaky of a lady, blonde, girls. blonde lady. Yeah, yep. and I and said it's Khaleesi. Saying, That's Khaleesi. And then I was like, I don't care. But I'm telling you about this Christmas yes. movie. And then you send me another dragon, and I was like, I don't care about that. Then you send me That's another Khaleesi. person in a That's gown, the mother of dragons. Like, That's Danny Targaryen. I don't. You kept give saying I don't care shit about your dragons. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you about this movie. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. It was funny and sad Mm -hmm. and heartwarming. And the best thing about it was that the soundtrack was every song that George, every good song that George Michael ever wrote and sang. Oh, but you are understanding that Amelia Clark is Khaleesi. I understand that. But I don't give a shit oh, about God. it because I don't. If like you knew dragons. her, you would you wouldn't be able to say that if you knew her. Well, you just wouldn't. I liked what her you said in is just the blasphemy. Movie. Okay, well, I liked her in the movie. <sighs> anyway, who she was, which was dressed like an elf most of the time because she worked in a Christmas store. Did she have a but dragon fly? She- <laughs> Did she go, Dracarys? No, there was nothing of the sort. It was just a normal girl in London, and I loved it. Do you know her husband on the show was called Drogo? Do you know who that is? you showed me the picture of her and Jason Momoa. And again, he looked cute, but that didn't matter to me. (laughs) To the movie? It didn't matter matter to to the the movie. movie. What mattered was when she went ice skating and praying for time was playing or every, I mean, the best George Michael songs. So, um, and then of course it ends with last Christmas, right? So if you listen to Katie and Kimberly, I got whammed a thousand times. I did right away. Loved it. Right away. I I fucking love getting whammed. Okay. So that's my glitter in the shitter. I love it. Last Christmas. All right. I've already seen it. Sorry that I came late to the party. If you haven't seen it, it is not Hallmarky at all. And it's really, really good and heartwarming. And also Emma Thompson's in it. And she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. She wrote it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I loved it. That's my glitter in the shitter. She's charming, isn't she? And I'm- <laughs> she is. You, her name was Katarina. In oh, this movie. well, I don't care for that. <laughs> I don't like her as a Katarina. It doesn't work. I hate it now. I hate the whole thing. <laughs> no dragons. Oh, jeez. That's the stupidest movie yeah. I've ever heard of. Um, that's my. We have s- two Patreons. We should celebrate. We do? Yes. Oh my god! Good thing I poured some more. Cheers, Sage. I want to say Unro. Okay, but Sage, Sage is a beautiful you, name. Yeah. Sage. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth Pickerel. I've seen I look, her. Yes, her... yes, she's done in the group. In Elizabeth group. Pickerel. Uh-huh. I think we've had her as our Facebook funny too. I want to say. Yeah, I remember seeing that name. That seems. Like um, it. and Cherie Baudon signed up again because her husband accidentally canceled her Patreon. She said, fuck and he him. also was a dumb fucker, and so she had to do it again. But her name popped up again, and she explained that her husband accidentally. And they stayed married. They did, I guess. Hmm. I asked wow. Megan if we could have a divorce townhouse <laughs> when I came into the studio. And I was like, we have one started, yeah. actually, because Ames is in Amy's. one. Yeah. yeah. 
So the colonel's got one. We'll be now. a lot of us living. We there. might be <laughs> a lot of us living there in a divorce. Can you imagine? Townhouse. It'll be like a bachelorette oh, pad. A it would stink old. of crotch <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Just filth. Period. Crotch. It Except really you would. wouldn't have. Nope, period. not mine. No, which leads me to my Facebook funny mm-hmm. was from your sister-in-law Beth. Oh my god, who did the uterus sign? <laughs> Um, I have to see what it says. So, and our Facebook group that you can join yes. if you have Facebook. Otherwise, you can follow us on Instagram, because Twitter. We're old. We're old. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, and Twitter's gone to hell now after yeah Elon really. took over. Um, and I really liked it, so that's pretty shitty. I don't know, Are fucking you sad assholes. About it? Um, I am kind of. Um, all right. So Beth had in the Facebook group, it's like a little sign that you'd put on your wall, you know, like a wood sign. And it says uterus, one star, terrible product. Maintenance is expensive. That's the truth. I just laughed because <laughs> really I thought, you is. know what? It is. It, it is. is. Um, so I have a couple. Well, I died at the one that <laughs> was a Hallmark movie. Uh, it was like what they show on Netflix when you're looking for movies and it was like a holiday or a Hallmark Christmas movie and the movie was called <laughs> Christmas Comes Twice and then the meme was well good for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker, I died. Oh. I died. You did die. Um, I loved that one mm-hmm. and I can't remember for the life of me who put it up. I also spent a lot of time looking at the funny um, wanted ad or the guy who was wanted and he was super hot and everyone was like, did you see that one? No. Oh, yeah, I did. I think I did. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, I hope I don't. Yes, I did. Yes. Yes. I spent hours going through the comments. And the comments were hilarious. That's right. Um, Oh, Emily Harris was the one who shared. Emily was the. Oh, yes. Good for Christmas. She had another good one. Christmas comes twice. Well, good for Christmas. Um, Yeah, I died. Was it Emily Harris? Might have been the uterus one. No, I think it was your sister-in-law. Yeah. Watts Yeah. She had another good one. McDermott. Emily Harris had some killed some killed it. Emily Harris, you killed it this she did terry martin callahan shared the comments are pure gold where the police in wales are tracking down robert rimmer was his name and he was totally hot and everyone was like damn i hope i find him um and then freshen your drink up no that's what i would say (laughs) when i catch him he would be be thrown up and i would catch him um and then also I just laughed at Tiffany Corbin Westland who wrote who it was the kids note. I think my teacher wants and then there was a blank line and it's and then kids are supposed to fill it out. I think my teacher wants nothing for Christmas because and then the kid wrote she already has too much to deal with. Yeah. Isn't that the story of our life? My god, yes. Doctors, nurses, of any medical teachers, I mean, not that we're teachers, delivery folk. We know a few teachers and de- need a fucking break. Deodorant, also deodorant workers need a yeah. break too. Jeez. And also, congrats, Tiffany Corbin oh, West. We are so happy. We love you. Yeah, and we're I said really Megan. Excited. I mean, I said Sarah Megan for a name. You did. Yeah, I Sarah think, being first. I think Megan Sarah. No. 
Princess Diana <laughs> Westland. Yes. Sounds really great. I do. I would agree with that, yeah. actually. Okay. All right. Our... Um, what we do is we watch an episode of True Crime, yep. which if you're a true crime lover, you probably have, you watch HLN or Discovery Plus or Discovery Channel or Netflix. You've yeah. seen all of the doc crime documentaries. Mm-hmm. What was that one that I just, oh, the K- Texas Killing Fields. Good God. What? It's so sad. Just tear your soul and heart out and just piss on it. Oh, but it's fascinating. I mean, I think that a rabbit that um, is mostly eaten by some sort of wild boar could do better police work than these Texan Texan police officers for this crime. Well, Uh, so that's frustrating as well as heartbreaking. And I know fascinating. Everyone in our group is also probably really following the, um, murder of the college students in Idaho. Or yeah, we keep waiting to hear more and more and more. I keep waiting. I know we talked about it today at the deodorant factory and, um, one of my deodorants paid, Paid five dollars to go on the tour of the murder. What? <laughs> yes, apparently you can pay for a virtual tour of the murder townhouse, and he did. Good God! Yeah, he said. Well, it took me about a half an hour to earn that five dollars, and I spent it to tell all you guys about it, well, so I could hmm. see. I guess for myself what kind of a setup this was. Oh. And it's horrible. He's really been thinking about it. My God. Um. So we watched a show called Someone You Thought You Knew. And then, do you know I wanted to sing a song? Which one? The one that goes, Now you're just somebody oh, that yeah. I used to know. That didn't even come somebody. into my head. I yeah. I should have, okay. but it didn't. Now it's come into my head twice. Um, well, the episode is in the season one. I think it's like episode three. We watched called The Wolf and the Sheep. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible crime. Everything about it was absolutely horrifyingly horrible. Horrible. Yeah. And I had seen this crime. I don't know if it was a dateline or a 48 hours, but I a long time ago, I saw it on something. So I knew what I thought. Did we cover this one? But I just remembered. I, I knew don't this remember crime. ever hearing about it. I don't this. think it was. So a I don't know where you files, saw it. It couldn't have been a dateline or I would have known about it. Well, there's I? 200 million datelines. I don't know. This was something. I remember this because it was so awful. Yeah. Anyway, the year was 2003, which again, we'd covered 400 times. But everyone in 2003, if you can remember back, mm-hmm. was wearing a crop top big hoop earrings or had a military look or lace up pants and that's what everyone wears now did they have the thin eyebrows as well i don't know was that the time well try to remember paris hilton because she had to remember her idiot sex tape came out in 2003 no i didn't remember that I mean, yes, everyone had thin yeah. eyebrows. Ooh. Um, Elizabeth Smart was found Gwen alive. Stefani had no eyebrows. Eesh. Well, she at least still had her 
face, her original face. She does not anymore. <laughs> she does not. No, true. Something appeared to true. have happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, Elizabeth Smart, after being kidnapped and missing for nine months, was found alive, um, which was Isn't an incredible that the most story. Amazing story. And recognized yeah. in all covered up by somebody. Absolutely unbelievable. Was How? also the year that that one dick got caught under the boulder and cut off his own arm. Oh. And I mean, I shouldn't call him a stick, but I mean, <laughs> maybe. Um, and James Franco um, Did the was movie. in the movie, 127 yeah. hours. And mm-hmm. he had to cut it off with like a fucking pen knife or some terribly dull knife and it's oh god what an awful experience the but he whole, lived i mean the whole thing it. is terrible i don't understand how you're alone and you get cut under a boulder i don't know what happened um i also don't know how you can cut off well your own i arm. guess i mean it was already squished to shit under the thing but can, did he have to cut through the bone yes i mean everything no he had to cut the uh, shit out of it um and then i think he ate it <laughs> <laughs> He didn't, but he was probably very hungry. I mean, very hungry. And there's no facilities at the boulder. Then you can just shit and piss yourself. That's fine. I mean, that poor man. Um, Who is he? His name is Aaron Ralston. I don't know what happened to him, but I'm sure he's living life. I hope. Nope, he's, he's an American mountaineer. Oh, he spells his name with a it's weird It's A-R-O-N, yeah. so I just couldn't with him. I can't with that. Um, <laughs> and now Beth, he's a motivational speaker. Well, I hope so. He and should be able to motivate the shit out of everybody. A mechanical engineer. Oh, well, I mean, he, well. Okay. Good for him. He cut it off underneath the elbow. He did? Because yes. I thought he, he just has a tiny no arm. Oh, yeah. Wait. It looks like it went. No, my, is it? Yeah, that's underneath his elbow. He cut it off like at I his don't know. forearm. Good for, I don't know how he Good did for that. Him. Good for him to do, <laughs> think of that and do it. I mean, my God. Um, Beth, Bethany Hamilton. She is the surfer that so went two back people lost an arm. to surfing because a shark bit the shit out of her arm. And they think it's because she had her watch on and it was like glinting in the water and it just sharks are attracted to like little that flashing or hey whatever. You guys, if you have arms out there. Yeah. Don't do stuff where your arms are in use. <laughs> I guess. Try not but to use them so much. She went back to surfing. I don't know how she even managed to do that, but mm-hmm. that's an athlete right there. Um, and even crazier, she went on and like decided to have kids and stuff. I know. And she ruined, ruined her life. Wanted to have kids. She almost had her life ruined. Rebounded yeah, back and then wonderfully, and then got um, married and had kids. Ugh. Liza Minnelli divorced that Dick David Guest. Oh yeah, and she's still alive. Correct, I believe. I mean, the last time I saw her was on Arrested Development, and that was probably around still this time. Kicking David Guest, I believe, has passed. He but was I much younger than he her. Passed. Before he passed, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look like he was alive. It looks like he, he was did born. Die. And then passed, and then maybe unpassed, and then passed several times. In he, his life. How was he not gay? Wasn't he, he was gay? gayer than all gay? There's no way this man okay. wasn't gay. 
Okay. Liza Minnelli, her dad was gay and she married 245 gays <laughs> and divorced all of them. I mean, I guess you'd go after your dad or some your dad, I so guess. He, and she picked gays. He was he died at only age sixty two. Oh, that's super young. He was found dead in twenty sixteen. Was he I don't know what if he had some And he was born issues. in fifty three. Now let me see about the Queen Liza. Liza has not still, passed. Yeah, she's alive still. She's seventy six. Good for her. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's singing New York, New York on a she did never corner. she never married again though. Well, you she can't do better than you can't. Well, when she only every man she meets, oh is yeah, gay. of course she's alive because remember she came out with Lady Gaga and she was like kind of couldn't walk or was well, in she a wheelchair walk or, or do something. anything for two hundred yeah. years. But remember, she had vertigo in um, Arrested Development. She was so funny. She is funny, I think. Uh, All right. What music were we listening to? I know Tiffany was happy because she was queen of the Peahive. TT was like, this was probably one of the busiest years for Tiffany. I know. Killing it with the Peahive. When I've known known her. The Peahive. Since I met her in 1981. Probably 2003 was yes. the year that I saw her the least because she was so busy taking care of the Peahive. Right. I mean, there's a lot of the correspondence to mail yes. out. Um, and just making sure uh, that everyone got a signed photo of R. Kelly pissing right. on, <laughs> pissing on children. women. Yep. She, Usually younger she women. She sent all those out. And, and pissing on David Guest yes. at some point. <laughs> Liza Minnelli was like, wait. Yeah. Are you gay? So, and she couldn't stop listening to Remix no. to Ignition. Um, she couldn't stop, and she can't stop, and she won't she stop. She won't. She still won't. No. Nope. Even when she gets shit faced drunk, she screams at Alexa. You know what? She's very. To play um, Remix. She stands by your principles and everything does. else, but yeah. then throws them out the goddamn window yep. like a shitty diaper when it comes she to knows R. More, Kelly. Yes, than any of us. Like she's a fucking news freak. She cries about the state of humanity, but then Always. can't stop sending out Peahive correspondence. <laughs> hey, Peahive is meeting Thursday at the VFW. Cannot stop. Come one, come all. Sending replicas yes. of our Kelly's sunglasses, I tiny know. glasses. Um, but anyway, so we were listening to him. She wears some of his urine around her does. neck in a little yeah. vial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're all like. <laughs> I like Tiffany. Stop wearing those sunglasses. It's dark. Yeah, we live in Minnesota. I mean, we should be more upset about the vial of urine around no. her neck. No, it's the fashion. Yeah, that's really alarming. She does look good um, in yellow. She, <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't stop. Anyway, we yeah. also were uh, plugging our ears every time that fucking song by Toby Keith came on. Mm, Beer for my horses. Do you remember that? No, because I would never whiskey be for my man. Beer for my horses. I don't even understand that song. I wouldn't ever be listening to anything where that would come across my way. Well, when I saw that it was on the list, I just fucking stopped looking at all the songs of 2003 because I was mad. I hate that song. Yeah, well. So that's it. Fuck you, 2003. Yeah, it was hard.
on the ears. I had a baby in 2003. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. All right, we're going to go to... <laughs> oh, really? We're going to go to Penfield, New York. I am always curious with cool. towns in New York that aren't New York City. Because I always there's so much of New York that isn't New York City. Yeah. But they get no attention ever. Like, is people there? Nobody knows. Yeah. But this is a place called Penfield, New York City. I feel like it's by Rochester, New York City. Not okay. that I know where that is either. Um, Penfield is a quiet, close-knit, mm-hmm. as they say, little town. We see a man named Paul Schramm, and he's just a normal man, really. Except, I, did you notice his eyes? His eyes were like ice blue. They were almost albino. They were almost like white mm-hmm. ice blue. I found him kind of alarming. Um, like, I feel yeah. like they could have, they could hi- he could be hired in a horror movie. There was an actress in the 80s. In fact, she was in the He-Man movie with Dolph Lundgren. And her name is Meg... Not Meg Ryan, Meg. And she had almost alarming eyes Let like this. Me look, look her up. He Man movie, you. she played Evil Lynn. I remember this, and I just remembered her eyes, like right now. In 1987, yes. Meg Foster. Meg Foster. Oh her my eyes. God, look at her are. eyes. Her eyes were like el- so blue, they were like oh, white. Oh, she looks freaky yeah. as fuck. And those are her real eyes. No, so Sarah, every movie she was look in. Look at her old, look at her now as an old person. Ew. But she was good as evil. Her eyes are like like white. No, that's really yeah. Did you know Courtney Cox was in the He-Man yeah, movie? Of course I did. She oh. was she was taken to Eternia as a human. <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> it. No. Yeah, I did know you that. You watched it? I, of course I watched it. I wasn't impressed with it, though, but of course I did. Mm. God. Um, anywho, Paul Schramm had Meg Foster eyes. Okay. Yeah, he did. He did. He was a family friend, and he does the old, you know, you didn't have to lock your door, but he says, for fuck's sake, you sure do now. People yeah. do now. Yeah. And then we, we go to July 14th. 2003 Mm -hmm. um it's a reenactment of the house and it was like the cutest reenactment house it was like white painted brick i mean it looked like a really cute house their real house was white but Mm -hmm. it wasn't this cute house we get a monroe county sheriff office 911 call and 911 answers and say it says you know what's your problem yeah and a man named kevin bryant Mm -hmm. says this my wife has been shot. <laughs> she was screaming. There's blood all over the house. Mm-hmm. And the 911 operator goes, uh, is she conscious? He said, no. Is she breathing? No. Well, stay on the line with me, sir. We'll send someone your way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was like that, like deadpan. Like he's ordering a pan pizza from... <laughs> Target's Pizza Hut. <laughs> so weird. This dumb asshole just said it like, my wife has been shot. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. there. You just arrest, uh, right there you arrest him, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way. No way. That was, no, not in any circumstance. Would you act like that? It was, and they played the real yes. thing, and I was like, "No, no!" It, it it kept yeah. saying real nine one one. I was like, "No!" And no, I kept no looking, one's like, that this fucking has, this stupid. Has be, no, yes. it was. Oh my god! 
we get the detective on the case and he tells most of the story. He he um is interviewed, tells most of the story, but we do have reenactments. Mm-hmm. We do have real crime scene mm-hmm. photos that are quite graphic and horrible. This is a very very violent crime. Yes. We have reenactors and then we have pictures of the real people as well. So the detective that did most of the talking even though he had a partner, his name was Paul Siena. And he had a um, great like New York accent. I found him very handsome. He was handsome. I kind of wanted to say he sure um, was. Detective Sienna, can I yeah. Sienna the front of your <laughs> pants? <laughs> can I Sienna the back of your pants? <laughs> yes, can you I may. Sienna down the front of your underwear? <laughs> That'd be sexual harassment. That would be. Oh, you would be asked to Detective leave the Sienna. Do you want to yeah. see any of my boobs? <laughs> <laughs> and he would run away. <laughs> and I would be arrested immediately <laughs> and maced. <laughs> Do you want to see any of my crotch? <laughs> his front pants (laughs) says by the time he got there with his partner uh, deputies had already gone in cleared the house so there was Mm -hmm. no bad guys left in there we see real video of them going through the house and it just looks like a regular house there are two little boys that live there with their parents Kevin Bryant and Tabitha Bryant these two little boys are three and five just barely. I mean, Tinies. teeny tiny, like mm-hmm. preschool boys. Mm-hmm. They were removed from the house with blankets over their head so they would not catch a glimpse yeah. of their mother who was butchered in this house. Only person in the house is the deceased, who is Tabitha Bryant, 26 years old. So young. So young and cute as a button mm-hmm. in her pictures. Um, and we see. A police photo, she was killed while sleeping on their pullout sofa, I think in the living room. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they had to cover the boys because they went, mm-hmm. everyone had went to go by through it. There. Yeah. It was like you would take like two paint cans of blood and just pour them on the mattress they showed. Yeah. And it was still wet. You could see it glistening in the picture. By the time they even cleared the body off and the sheets off, the mattress mm. was still soaked and wet. It was just like the big, I mean, huge pile of blood. This was so much. They showed the walls and the ceiling and it was spattered everywhere. Blood on the ceiling, blood on the wall. Uh, The pillow and sheets that she had were just drenched. Oh, yeah. Twisted again all the way. It's the heater in here. I'm I'm a chilly. So they I'm chilly. were horrified. They the police officers that came in said this was one of the most violent crimes that they had seen. Right. Uh and it just looked like it would be an incredibly emotional yeah. crime, which they thought then that means someone close to the 
deceased or the murder victim, she had been shot in the head and then stabbed multiple times in the neck and the chest. Just completely horrible and violent to this just young woman who was just a a mother. That's Mm -hmm. it. Just a mother. Um, There was no forced entry. There was no theft of any items. And there was a blood trail to and from their back door to like the driveway. Mm -hmm. The husband, Kevin Bryant, the detective Sienna said was waiting outside Mm -hmm. by the police cars. He is a 45 year old lawyer. And I went, hold up. All right. So she is 26, whatever, 25, 26. Mm -hmm. And he's 45. And I thought, well, a lawyer, maybe he has some money, maybe for that age difference, (laughs) you know, because I don't believe it's love. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I certainly didn't believe it's love when I saw the face of Kevin Bryant. The reenactor was Brad Pitt compared to the real Kevin Bryant. And the reenactor was short and as wide as he was tall, Mm -hmm. like stubby, nerdy to all get out. His hot glasses were so hot, they were covered in hot shit. They were transitions they said they were serial they were jeffrey Dahmer serial killer glasses but a half shirt if you did if they were a half shirt version yeah short yeah blue blocker transitions yes the worst glasses i've ever seen and i've seen terrible glasses looked like r kelly had done a number on them like he has the transition on him and it cooked into it yellow yeah i don't understand where you would purchase Mm -mm. these who what crazy mentally Mm-mm. insane asshole made these to sell i think he I must know. have like went to eternia where he-man was and he got tricked by some sort of skeletor right. eyeglass place and he bought these pieces of shit right. and wore them on top of it he was hideously nerdy and very ugly. Now, this is the reenactor. <laughs> and the reenactor, compared to the real Kevin, like I said, is <sighs> Brad Pitt. Because the real Kevin looks like if you shaved a muskrat and put a shirt <laughs> and a pants on it. And then put these shitty blue blocker transitions half shirts. And like teeny half ones <sighs> on. And then... That some you just you took the face and you just like puttied it up like it's bad. Just, I mean, this man was ugly, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand how a cute cutie patootie like this Tabitha would marry this walking diarrhea pile. <laughs> Except she did have a mullet. She did, but it. I mean, oh, and I was going to say it's 1982, but it was 2003. No, it was 2003, and that was that's. Do you think? And she did wear pretty thick glasses at some point in pictures. You think she was not sighted? I feel like maybe, maybe she's at a party. She's 20. Maybe. And this dick walks in, and her friends say, "Hey, I'll I'll give you six dollars if you sleep with that fucking nerd." And she said, "I'll take it." And then she got pregnant and had a marion, probably. I think that's exactly what happened. I've always wanted a baby. Yeah, I wanted the baby. And he's a lawyer. I guess it's a good job. 
I mean, even though his face looks like something out of a horror film. Yeah. And she could carry him around in a backpack. Oh. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying this man was not a good looking man. And then when you learn more in this story, you will not believe it. You won't believe a thing of it. I don't understand what's wrong with people and what's wrong with their eyes. There's more ugly to come. Do you not have any kind of a dignity? Well, we've talked about this for the last how many weeks? I know. I know. I just still can't. They're uh, tricky. And sometimes they take a vacation. Yeah, they they pack their duffel bag and took a vacation. Several times because the fact that she kept asking for a short haircut in the front, but then the back of her hair was so long it was like past her boobs that's a problem it was like if crystal gale and susan powder yeah met up (laughs) (laughs) it was a billy ray cyrus yeah oh but still i don't know i'm sorry tabby but still she she was a cute she was cute yeah uh please decide that this weird dick husband kevin bryant standing with his arms crossed like he got Mm -hmm. nothing to do he just Mm -hmm. hanging out he just looking around and maybe watch some sports on tv nothing's bothering him Mm -hmm. he's just good to go right so hot detective sienna goes up to him and he's saying how this man Mm -hmm. was not in shock so sometimes people are in shock and they just stand there and they can't speak or move because they're just so stunned he wasn't that but he had no emotion no emotion one way or the other that wasn't sad at all just kind of like talking like it's a thursday regular and they're just meeting on a walk and they're walking their fucking dogs kevin's story is he's upstairs this night he was just reading his book in the main bedroom sitting in his bed reading his book and i thought what would this weird Free, you know what he looks like when on Saturday Night Live that when what's his name played the monkey character, Mr. Peepers. Um, I feel like he looks like Mr. Peepers, Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris Kattan. Kattan. Yeah. He looks like Chris Kattan playing Mr. Peepers. That's his husband. There was a look about him that I was like, it is familiar, but I yeah. couldn't put my finger on what I it feel was. like. That's what it yeah. is. Um, I feel like these are real books that I found that I think he would be reading. Okay. One, he could have been reading How to Appear Normal at Social Events. Mm. That I see him reading that. Helpful. When you look like Mr. Peepers, that yeah. might help. The other one is called The Pocket Book of Boners. <laughs> he might need that. Uh, um, how to perhaps. succeed in business without a penis. I feel that <laughs> that might come in handy for him because I don't know if he had one or not. Um, another one is called the miss the missionary position, oh. and it's a book about Mother Teresa. Oh. I mean, poor title. He did love the Lord, he, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, everything I learned about women, I learned from my tractor. That's another one, real book. Still stripping after twenty five oh. years. That's a book a lady wrote, but it's about quilting, and she clearly doesn't oh. understand what she's saying. And then a how to talk Miranda to your probably has yeah. that. How to talk to your cat about gun safety. <laughs> he no. might have had. But anyway, he hears a shot. And then he hears a scream in bed. And then he hears two more shots. Mm. And he decides, hey, I'm going to put my book down. I'm going to get out of bed. And I'm going to walk downstairs. Where for some reason, his wife is sleeping on the pullout sofa in the living room. This 
is so a that, problem. That was a problem to police officers. They wanted to figure out why that was, mm-hmm. and they learn it. In the reenactment, Kevin, the butthole, walks over to his wife, who is covered in blood, head to toe, and the room is washed in blood. And you watch him just calmly walk over and sit down and like put his hand on her wrist. Why are you not yelling and screaming? Why are you not looking around and wondering where the this murderer is that just killed your wife? Why are you just walking over there and just sitting down and like touching your hand on her and going, golly gee, this is unfortunate. And then Colin said, my wife yeah, got my, shot. My wife has, is she has been shot. Moving, sir? No. No. Is she have a pulse sir oh no 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 no. okay we'll send someone right away just calm as day no this was unreal and sir just even pretend to have a human emotion at least just pretend it i guess detective hot sienna pants says the person that would have committed this crime, it was such an emotional, like messy, emotional. It wasn't like just a clean, I just don't care about the person, just kill shot and leave. This was a messy, emotional mm-hmm. crime. Um, but he's looking, so he, if the person who did it is going to be covered in blood. And as quickly as he thinks the crime happened to when they arrived, he looks at Kevin and Kevin is not doesn't have a drop of no. blood on him. He has no wounds to his hands. Um, but they're just wondering why is he so calm and he's not upset at all that his wife has just been butchered in his house. And or for his children. <laughs> or his kids are like, yes. Oh my god, my sons yeah. are gonna be without a mom. My sons don't have a mom and now. He's I just have standing to, outside yeah. like mm. just like whatever. I'm just waiting. Um they realized he had not changed his clothes. He hadn't washed his hands. There was no blood on him. This man didn't do the crime. They just, something is fucked about him. They realize the next morning they take him to the station. He comes in and Kevin is all, who would kill Tabitha? She was just a wonderful person. Um, She was a good person. She was warm. She was caring. And he's saying all this stuff about her. And like, okay. Yeah. And her friends we were interviewed and they said, you know, her main focus just was her boys. She just raised her boys. She did have a job um, mm-hmm. at Kevin's law firm or his own law office. But she was really well liked in the community because after they've been married for six years, um, this Dick Kevin, Mr. Peepers lookalike, <laughs> was an ordained minister. Yep. Of course he was. Yep. And they ministered to married people or counseled, I guess. They were active in their church and community. Yeah. So Kevin also was a busy attorney with his own practice. Tabitha was the head secretary. So right. they worked together as well. Ugh, that's a lot of togetherness. That's a lot of togetherness, you know? especially when I get to look at that mug all day. Yeah. Oh. Kevin said about one year previous, in fact, uh, Tabitha has a half brother. Mm-hmm. So her mom had Tabitha with Tabitha's dad and then had a son with another man. And her half brother's name is Cyril. Good God. Tabitha and Cyril. Tabitha was the name of the bewitched daughter. That's all I can even think. And my grandma's dog was also Tabitha. 
But <laughs> Tabitha Stevens, the little That's what I, I know. Yeah. I, know. I loved it. I know. That was a perfect name for her, Tabitha Stevens. Um, Cyril Weinbrenner. Cyril's her half brother. He's been on some down uh, times. Bad luck. Cyril was, is a fucked up name. Yeah. Cyril Weinbrenner. Yes. Cyril, I wrote, looked at this point of Tabitha's death. I wrote like a slightly more butch Freddie Mercury. But in certain pictures when he had some hair, I said he looked like a um, mentally insufficient Inigo Montoya. (laughs) (laughs) So he he wasn't right. Something he was a little bit off. But did, he didn't have a Nigo Montoya mullet. He was he, he did bald? in a picture. Oh, he did? There was a picture where it's exactly Oh, in the back yeah. where he had his eyes closed. Yes. Yeah. Um so he moves in with her because he's down on his luck. He's having hard times. He has nowhere to go. Tabitha's very kind and loving. She takes him in and they hadn't spent a lot of time together or even their childhood together. I don't know how when they had the same, I don't know, but they bonded really well. Her friend Uh said once he moved in, they just bonded like brother and sister and loved. She loved having them there. He has his girlfriend, Cassidy green. I wrote, it sounds like Soylent green. Um, Cassidy moves in. Yes. As well. And they're all like a happy little family. Like Cassidy's helping watch the kids and playing with the kids. And Cyril's getting to know his nephews. And it's just like her friends and neighbors were just saying it was really happy time. They all were getting along really well. And it was working Mm -hmm. out for everybody. Because she was getting help at home. And Kevin gave Cyril a job in his office. So he's getting a job. He's getting some money. Cassidy became really friendly with Tabby, Tabitha. um, And they got along beautifully. And it's, this is great times. Kevin tells the police though, that it wasn't all great times because Tabitha was having an affair the year previously for about six months previously, she was having an affair with a man named Keith. <laughs> Keith. She went into a bar and said, anybody here named Keith? <laughs> and the Keith stood up and then they had a lovely affair. The year in the deodorant factory where I had two keys. I had two keys in one class. Well. Two keys. Yep. How do you have 180 deodorants and two Keiths end up? Two Keiths. I sure did. We sure did. It's not a real popular child uh, name nowadays. But Keith, Keith Cromwell was her lover. And three weeks before her murder. He was a machinist. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was a machinist in the sack. Yeah, he's a fucking machinist um not like detective sienna but it's close <laughs> three weeks before the murder tabitha cut it off stopped seeing keith she decided for some reason her sexy machinist she's gonna let that go and she's gonna stick with the troll she gonna stick with uh-huh. troll mm, why so i don't know her and Troll go to counseling at the church, his church, where he isn't a marriage counselor, but this fucking dick has a terrible marriage. Well, God, yeah. 
Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, thinks, what in the hell is going on? Uh, so they decide we're going to fix a relationship and try to make it stronger. But they definitely had marital problems. The police are appreciative that Kevin is telling all this and telling the truth because now they have a lead. Is Keith Cromwell so devastated that Tabitha broke it up with him and went back with this um, hemorrhoid looking man Mm -hmm. and left this sexy machinist Mm -hmm. in the dust that he would have killed her. So they have this lead. Kevin also says, by the way, the night of the murder, I got a weird call. I answered the phone and someone just went, hello. And then they hung up on me. And the police are like, oh, okay. He says, even in the three weeks before, three weeks being the time that Keith and Tabitha broke up as well, he was getting all these weird hang-up calls. And the police said, we better figure out who this caller was. Right. Uh, and, f- and that could be a key to the crime. Tabitha's friends, though, say Tabitha was extremely um, disappointed in her marriage or she felt ignored because Kevin was always gone. He was never home. He worked very, very, very late. He was always late and would come home in the middle of the night and they had no marriage. She was just always by herself with the kids anyway and just felt like you know, she was 26. She wanted to live and have a partner, right. you know, and she had this weird asshole and she just met Keith and it just happened at a bar and they were seeing each other about five to six days a week. But when Kevin found out, she decided to, you know, save her marriage. She ended it with Keith. Police uh-huh. ca- find Keith and they say, you know, Tabitha has been murdered. He's very upset and they want to know, um, his side of the story, Keith says, well, you might want to know that Tabitha caught Cassidy, her brother's girlfriend that was living with them, snorting fucking cocaine in the house while she's watching right. the kids. Yep. And the police are like, what? Tabitha and they was, said, yeah. Tabitha, you might have a mullet, but this bitch cannot be doing the coke with your kids in the house. No. And you even can't worse, be snorting coke. She was so into it, she wasn't just snorting it. She was selling it. She was selling coke out of her house. Yes. I I think you're not being a bitch if you kick someone right. out of your house if they're doing coke if in front like, of your kids. I have a three and five year old. Is she just lining it up yeah. on the table where they're playing with their dolls? Right. I would rather not have weirdos coming driving up to my house. <laughs> To get I mean, their that's drugs. where your hang up calls are, probably. Yes, right. Or, Hello, you know, aunt calling, knocking on the door, and it's some big coke fiend. Coke. <laughs> yeah, I hear yeah. this is where I buy the cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Well, sir, no, no, it isn't. Um, they tell me that I come to this house and I buy and I, a moment named Cassidy gonna sell me <laughs> some cocaine, <laughs> sir. No, sir, no. Oh, Tabitha, of course, was totally upset, devastated, and she actually felt very guilty. But she said, get the fuck out of my house. You're selling cocaine out of my house. I have two little boys. This cannot happen. And you don't want them to be friends. What if the kids are picking up the cocaine and lick it and think it's freaking that powder sugar cocaine? Does it make you high? Yes, I'm sure. Oh, it does? It gets in your system. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it must. Okay. Um, she kicks them both out. 
but she has to protect her fucking kids. Keith yeah. ends up having an alibi. The boyfriend did not do it, but he gave them quite a nugget of information, right. the police. So they are like, we got to find this goddamn Cassidy. And they learn she's living with Cyril nearby. Uh, Cassidy, they pull into the police office and Detective Hot Sienna says, you know, uh, Tabitha was murdered. What do you know about it? Cassidy is, <laughs> Tabby is gone and dead. Oh, we were best friends and I loved her so much. How come she's died? Oh my goodness. And crying and crying and crying. And she says, I took care of their kids and worked with Kevin. And the police officers say, well, didn't they kick you out because you were weird fucking losers doing coke? And Cassidy says, oh, no, 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 no. There was no issue. We moved out because we just didn't want to overstay our welcome. It was just temporary. We just moved on. They're like, oh, okay. And they ask where Cyril is, you know, your boyfriend that you live with. And she's like, I don't know. Like, well, you live with him. Where is he? Well, he gone. Like he had gone. Yeah. He's disappeared. He's gone. She has no idea where he is. The detective should be a hint for the detectives. Yes. Like, maybe we should look for this guy since he all of a sudden disappeared. Right. And immediately they, after. They know she's yeah. lying out of her asshole. Right. And they want to set her up because they know she knows more, but she doesn't really have a real need right. to tell him anything right, right. now. So they do, they do, they play this, they set her up in a sting. So they hire this filthy garbage dump uh, named Rocky, who's a <laughs> confidential informant. This is two weeks of confidential informants. Yes. And <laughs> not Uncle, yes. well, who was the guy's name? Uncle I forgot John what his name. Uncle something. something. Uncle um, Al? Yeah. And um, who was with Crackhead? Yeah. Uh, the cops tell Rocky, the dumpster CI confidential informant, to go sell cocaine to Cassidy. But he's all taped up. He has a giant sombrero on with a <laughs> camcorder in it, videotaping the whole thing. Cassidy doesn't even know at all. She just, I like your hat. Um, he sells Cassidy the cocaine. She buys it out of her car window from this weird asshole. Yeah. And the police run in right away in a her, and they throw her to the ground and mace her because <laughs> she definitely she says, says detective sienna. sienna can i sienna that I bulge sienna your bulge <laughs> from down here <laughs> and he maced her again <laughs> oh do you want to sienna my pubes that's <laughs> he said like no. if paul holes yeah. ever arrested oh, us right we, we would say like, i'll Please. show you a hole <laughs> <laughs> and it's mace right away mace right to the face holes wouldn't take yeah. any of our shit <laughs> just like sienna We're just instantly sprayed in the face um so Cassidy's drug, you know, they drag her back into the police station, sit her down, and they're like, you dumb bitch. You have a felony drug charge, or you tell us what happened to fucking Tabby now. Right. And so Cassie just spills her guts. She says, I know everything. And she tells a twisted version, but she pretty much gets it all yeah. out. She says, Cyril is very violent. And then she says, Tabitha threw us out of her house. And then she says, Cyril was so angry. Cassidy explains that she's very scared and afraid of Cyril. 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 Because 
he collected knives and threatened her with a sword. I was like, what the hell are you going to do with that sword, you dick? And then I would take my three belongings and get the fuck out of there. Anyway, he would beat her. Right. And he beat her until she agreed to be a part of this murder plot, which we hear a different version at the end. But she, all covered in her beaten bruises, she said, at the night of the murder, drove Cyril to Tabitha's house. Um, she was forced to by Cyril, she says again. I was forced. Cyril has a gun, the twenty-two rifle, and he goes inside the home. Okay. Cassidy's waiting in the car. She just waits and waits and waits. And if only a couple minutes later, she sees him come out of the house. He is covered head to toe in blood. She's like, good right. God. He sits back down and he says, the gun jammed. I had to use a knife to finish the job. And they drive off. Um, They think, okay, this part is probably true because there is from the crime scene of the couch. There's a blood trail to the kitchen where the knives are back to the couch and then out the door. Um, Cyril also would have a motive that he was mad for getting kicked out of the house. But I don't know if you really do butcher someone like this for that but maybe you do i don't know cassidy says i have proof i have proof and she says while they're driving away they go by this they go drive by this park cyril threw the knife out of the car at into this park then they took all of his bloody clothes and hid them in various places at Cassidy's fucking uncle's house. Yeah. Like in a culvert. And in a tree and like in a mm-hmm. ditch. That's where we used to say that we got beer when the cops pulled us over on the farm. We just found it in a culvert. We'd say we found it in a culvert. Well, I guess. Where'd you get this beer? I don't know. Found it in culvert. I guess. How fucking dumb is that? I can't prove we didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah. I didn't know it was beer. I thought it was Dr. Pepper. You think for a second in a town of 745, they didn't know who was buying us beer, but still, we weren't going to tell. You were porking in every culvert. (gasps) No. You were. Nope. Um, Cassidy drives with the detectives out to her uncle's fucking house, and her uncle's probably like, what's going on here? (laughs) What is going on? Who took my beer out of this culvert? <laughs> I hid my beer there. <laughs> and now it's full of dirty underwear, full of blood? <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, my That's God. That's all my old Milwaukee. Yes. And the police are like, holy shit. Everywhere she said it was fucking bloody outfit, bloody shirt, bloody pants, bloody coat, mm-hmm. blood-soaked clothes. Right. They bring him to the lab. The DNA shows that it's Tabby's blood and Cyril's gross body fluids it's his clothes her blood he did it right there but they need to find this fucking dick because he is still missing and they have no idea where he is they call jenny 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 who is tabitha and cyril's mother and jenny says she has no idea where cyril was in fact she's so nervous he might have been murdered too She's going to file a missing persons report. The Texans are like, okay, they don't tell her, like, your fucking son murdered your daughter. They don't tell her anything of that yet. They're just like, okay, you know, if you hear anything, let us know. She calls back right away and says, oh, Cyril's alive. He's fine. He's okay. He's in Iowa living in a trailer. 
And they're like, well, thank you. She has no idea. She just gave him up to the police. She has no clue. And well, she would never think her sweet. No, her sweet sweet boy. boy would do that. Yeah. Police travel from New York, 900 miles to the nowhere, Iowa, where this Dick Cyril is living on the shittiest trailer up on blocks. And they said, Sienna was not impressed with their burlap sack window coverings. Now, I probably would enjoy having a burlap sack. You would probably say, window is covering. nicer than when I tried to staple my blinds together. Right. That would have been nicer, a burlap. The, the police are very nervous because they are approaching this shitty trailer on right. blocks with burlap windows. And they're getting closer and they don't know if he's going to come out shooting because they know he has a gun and he already killed his sister. So he's fucking nuts. They're really slowly approach silently as they can. They kind of have their hands on their guns. They don't know what's going to happen. Knock on the door and this lovely woman answers. Well, in the reenactment, we're not sure in real life. But this lovely woman answers and says, hello. And they realize this is Cyril's fucking wife. He's been living with another woman for a year, but he has a wife in Iowa. And she just stayed in the trailer? And wonder, did she wonder where he was and why he was living in New York City? <laughs> and or why, New York State? Why she was like, I'm still stuck here in this trailer up on Cinderblock. It's trailer ain't going nowhere. Ain't nope. got no wheels. I, I don't understand this woman. Anyway, she says, they're like, is Cyril home? No, and they totally thought, they were like, this is the shittiest trailer we've ever seen. Yes. And what was this woman doing? They could see him on the couch, just sitting with his dumb ass on the couch watching TV. Mm-hmm. And they could see him behind her. And she's like, yeah, he's right here. So they could tell, like, this right. bitch had no idea right. he was living in New York with another woman and that he had murdered his sister. She had no idea. And they go in and Cyril kind of gets all antsy and... Detective Hot right. Sienna says, Hot you know, Sienna. his young, his hands kind of like inch into his gun because he couldn't see Cyril's hands. Because Cyril and was like, I got my hands down my pants because yeah. I'm just here watching some. Hey, Sienna, I want to Sienna down my pants yeah. to my balls. Yeah. And Sienna just says, hey, uh, we have some pictures of like old boyfriends of Mm -hmm. Tabitha's. Can you come with us just to point out who they are? And Cyril's Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, sure. And he thinks, oh, okay." And he goes with them to the police station because he's a dumbass. And they get him to the police station. And right away they say, fucker, we know you did it. We found your bloody clothes. Um, Just tell us what happened. But for three hours, Cyril hangs tight and just admits to nothing. And he's not saying a word. Right. And... Sienna's getting super frustrated. So he decides, well, this guy's a dumbass. I'm going to try to play a trick on him like he did with Cassidy. So he pretends he gets a call from New York. He goes out in the hall where Cyril can still hear him. And he talks to just <laughs> yes, some like other the guy. Best trick yeah. ever. It's the He's best just talking, acting. making yep. this up, talking to some other guy in the hallway saying, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. talking really loud so Cyril can hear him. He says Cassidy Green was just arrested for a drug charge. And she said she'll tell us <laughs> everything she knows about Tabitha's yep. murder in exchange for a lower charge. Mm-hmm. Well, I better get back to New York. And he's yelling this. So he goes back in and he looked at, he said Cyril's face was turned completely white. 
And then he says, oh, do you have something to say? And Cyril just spills it, confesses to the whole thing. So he starts the story pretty much the same as Cassidy. But he said he shot his sister. He was in the room with the gun, shot his sister once. She did not die. So he fired two more times and missed both times. And he his was eyes a foot away have from taken her. A vacation. How as do you well. shoot someone that you're like you could put the gun one inch from her body and yeah. he missed? Yeah, he missed. Yeah. So she was shot, not dead, and screaming. So he ran to the kitchen and got a 12-inch kitchen knife. And he said he didn't know what to do. So he just started stabbing her in the neck over this and over and over. This is not a normal person. No. He gets back to the car. Again, he's covered in blood. And it pretty much ends the same way that Cassidy said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even when the neighbors and her friends find out, they're just like, I knew something was wrong with Cyril. He didn't look right. <laughs> they say he. <laughs> no, he fuck- didn't. He was fucked up. No, he but did Cyril not. says I wasn't the mastermind behind all of this. The mastermind was you guessed it because it's the title of our show that you're listening to. Was fucking Wiener Kevin, Mister Peepers, Brian the whole time? This guy was behind it. Kevin, her husband was the mastermind of the murder plot. Mm-hmm. While Kevin was working, unquotes, all night, he was actually, you're going to be so shocked, so please sit down, find a Everyone, seat. Everyone, stop driving. And Pull sit. over. Yeah. He was going to strip clubs every night. Mm-hmm. He was spending thousands of dollars a month mm-hmm. on lap dances, sex workers, no. drugs, and strip clubs. Not a Christian man. Not a pastor of a church. That I am didn't shocked. Happen. I'm incredibly shocked. In fact, he was not that upset when he learned Cassidy was selling drugs out of the house because he was buying the drugs from her. Number one buyer. What a piece of poop. This fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Douchebag dick cheese dick weed mm-hmm. kevin though even though he is paying for sex from all these sex workers and getting lap dances and snorting up cocaine off of a stripper's hoo-ha he got <laughs> upset when he mm-hmm. learned tabitha was cheating mm-hmm. because how dare she how dare she cheat on this troll how dare she cheat on Mr. Peepers? Because he looks like he looks like he crawled out of some sort of weird drain, like the hair you pull out of your shower drain, and you but put that in a shirt stuck to his eyebrows. Yeah, that's what he looks like. He was so enraged that she was cheating on him that he decided he had to kill her. So when she cut it off and he found out, he was already planning. He was planning to kill her this whole time. Mm-hmm. He gets Cyril to do the crime because he knows Cyril's a dumb asshole and a cokehead. So he offers right. Cyril $5,000 to 
to do the crime. And part of her life insurance, Cyril decides that's going to buy a week of cocaine. I'll take it. That is not enough money. And Cyril then agrees to split the cash with Cassidy. So Cassidy was a willing driver because she was getting half of the $5,000. So that was a lie. He probably did beat her and threaten her with a sword, but she was a willing driver. She knew what she was doing. She was going to take the money. And when Cyril gets there the night of the murder, Cyril goes in with the gun, but realizes Kevin, the fucking asshole dumbass, has the door locked. So Cyril goes back to the car where Cassidy is and makes Cassidy call with her Nokia, probably. (laughs) Yes, that was the call that Kevin said to the police. It was Cassie calling and she says, the door's locked. And then he hangs up on her and goes and unlocks the door and goes back up to bed. Oh, he had a chance then to say, you know what? Just let's let's not do this. Nope. He unlocks the door. Sure did. Kevin goes in, does the crime, leaves. Absolute shit show. Kevin played Cyril, brainwashed him to say, she kicked you out of the house. Yeah. I I can't even believe it. So, of course, the town is shocked at their pastor was actually a coke fiend horny toad (laughs) and you see real video of this dick talking to the police he is one inch tall and he looks like uh, he looks like mr you know what he also looks like mr peeper but also looks like mr toad or mr frog he also looks like them like mr toad what i feel like is he looks like when you put those glasses on that make you look like your eye you know what i mean like you have fake eyes oh. but they look real <laughs> like a joke like yeah, a joke like that you get in a joke store <laughs> it does it does and if he was mr frog in joke glasses <laughs> what he looks like this guy is ugly it's by like the way you- <laughs> <laughs> ugly and it's then like- he also is just like he's like a little like the littles yes He's a little yes. and he lives in the yep. siding of your home. <laughs> so these three dicks, Cassidy gets 15 years. Mm-hmm. Cyril got life, but with parole because he ratted on Kevin. Yes. And Kevin got life with no parole. No parole. Yep. And I hope he's, I mean, I hope Cyril and Cassidy is out of jail. She is. But I hope Cyril and Kevin are still rotting is away. Is Kevin Bryant dead or alive? I don't know. Oh, she had a glamour shot too. She oh. was. A lo- she seemed like an attractive woman, Cassidy. I Do just you know, yes, Cassidy was really cute. I know she just fucked up her life hardcore. Uh, Awful, drugs. horrible, horrible, horrible crime. Right? Oh my goodness! What a Christmas show! <laughs> Great <laughs> Christmas, Merry show. fucking Christmas, yeah. everyone. We you hope you what? have a lovely holiday and happy Hanukkah and everything yes, else. It's the fir- is it yes, the first day I of Hanukkah? Well, today when we're recording, this, yes. yes. Um, when you're listening, no. But happy Hanukkah, yes. Merry Christmas. If you don't fucking celebrate anything, we don't. We like that too. We like and it. happy nothing. Yeah. Yes. Just keep on keeping on right and fucking stop getting murdered yeah you gotta sleep with one eye open yeah sleep with one eye open (laughs) (laughs) 
You got to in your pillow tight. <laughs> okay. I do because I have a puppy. That's I know. Fine. Yeah. My kids are finally kind of sleeping in their own oh. bed. Things are looking up. They are. Man, that was well, a tough. Well, just in one. Yeah. yeah. That was a tough. Long time. 28 years. Yes. That it took to raise those kids. It does. It is tough. Oh, well, wait. My. Maybe 18 or 19. Yeah. That was a tough 19 yes. years so far. It's hard work hmm. being a mom. It sure is. It's easy work being a goddamn dad. You guys, thanks for being the best assholes yes. ever. Please. We love you. Thank you so much. Uh, rate and review. S- subscribe if you want to join our Patreon. Um, that's awesome. If you want to look at our Etsy, we have tons yes, of awesome we do. stickers. I know we do. some people love our stickers. We do. Um, and we just appreciate all of the, you know, every every time you share us with a friend, that's yes. one more. It is. We, we love and that's yeah. the best. Word of yeah. mouth is the best. It is. We are finding yeah. that. Yes. So thank you and Merry Christmas. Bye.